They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 12.15 Club. The crew is back together. Eric and Dylan are back. Welcome back, guys. You guys weren't here last week. Was Eric not here last week? Well, yeah, that was your last week. I wasn't on air. I wasn't on the 12.15. I was here all week. Here. Uh... But yeah, it was just you and Marvin, and then Todd joined. That was a great episode, by the way. Good Marvin had so much to say. Check it out. <laughs> we d- we got into the Tom Brady stuff, but we didn't really reveal it. Um, it was. I mean, it turned out to be the hype, right? I mean, I think it it lived up to the hype. Oh yeah, it definitely did. And the funny thing was, we were just saying, you know what? We should have Todd on since there's no Eric, there's no Dylan. You know what? Let's ask him. Let's not give it away. Mm-mm. It was a big reveal. Mm-hmm. And even Dan told us afterwards. I think he told he told me also. I think he told you as well. Like, man, you guys hyped that up crazy. I was yeah. like. He said he did. better show up. At a certain point, yeah. he was like a little late too, right? Eric? Well, yeah. First on just the 1215 hype train, um, I was I had flown to Atlanta. And then when I landed, I got a notification. There was a new episode 1215. So, mm-hmm. I, so I was listening to it. And I was on like that little train underground. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm excited and like I have anticipation, and I know who it is. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "You guys are are cr- crushing it." But um, but you know, Tom Brady, in terms of uh, being on air, it was uh, he was running late, so we pre-taped it, right? So it was supposed to be two thirty, mm-hmm. and then uh, it kept getting pushed back, and then I think we ended up taping just before three o'clock, but um. It was kind of funny because, I mean, I'm a lifetime Patriots fan, just grew up in Massachusetts and whatever, and, uh, you know, so I'm like, oh, Tom. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Tom, kidding. Tom, I love your work. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hashtag big fan. Um, but, uh, hats that I used to wear. But oh. no, <laughs> I know, I should have worn my TB12 hat. Um, I ran that for a little bit, and Dan made fun of me. Um, I don't know if he made fun of me, I'm just kidding. But, um, but no, so it was, it was cool to talk to him. It was very quick. Um, and it was funny, even during the taping, they talked about it a little bit, so this isn't a state secret, but, um, you know, when you do those press junkets, there's a, a finite window that you have with what you're supposed to, you commit to doing. It's hard, though, when you're in the middle of a conversation to just be like, guillotine, cut it off, yeah. which is part of the reason he was late, because other shows had also gone late. Mm-hmm. But we were at, like... 11 and a half minutes and a lady jumped in and was like it's time to wrap it up and tom goes um hey he's got three hours to fill come on and uh i was like man i said to dan later i'm like well tom brady knows to do a three-hour show that's that's breaking news and uh he laughed a little bit but um but no it was he i thought it was a good appearance um i saw the youtube videos done pretty well but um and then obviously the news that came out of it that kind of went everywhere we dylan and i were sitting at a bar yesterday we had uh an afternoon together a little bro date and um there there it was i was like and they cut dylan's graphic off on espn i was like i was like what'd you do what's the deal with that (laughs) you probably spelled something wrong i think it was spelled right i double checked it did you I didn't triple check it, but I double checked it. Yeah, but it's usually not good enough. I'm actually for as like big of an idiot as I am, I'm a decent speller. Are you generally? That's breaking news in itself. Eric? Didn't you ask me how to spell like a six letter word this week? You were like, <laughs> okay, believe or something. 
Well, that the I and the E thing is tricky. <laughs> no, sometimes you have those words where you're like, you know how to spell it, but you're like blank temp- momentarily, and you're like, I forgot how to spell like through. 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 And then it comes to you. And then Eric makes fun of you, I guess. What was the reaction of the guys out there, Marv, uh, with the Brady interview? You know, right after the interview was taped, they were, all of them, and it's a really good interview. He gave some really great insight. I'm sure mm-hmm. Ryden Harrison's going to get a real kick. I'm sure he got a real kick out of... Uh, you know, his name being mentioned first. First, yeah. And, you know, he was talking about retirement and stuff like that. And, you know, when he wanted to come back and, you know, his competitive juices and him being in production meetings and kind of going into, you know, the career that he wants to do after after the show, after his playing career is over. So I thought it was good, especially for 10 minutes. And, you know, we get emails and stuff like that. Oh, you got softball questions to Brady. I was like, this wasn't 60 minutes. Yeah. Like, get out of here, man. We weren't trying to, you know, break, you know, any crazy news or anything. Like, he said he can come on. Like, if LeBron or Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods wants to come on, all right, don't ask him this. Uh, Okay. And we get 10 minutes. I'll take it. Yeah. The thing with that, too, is like, I mean, it's Tom Brady and he was on what hurts. And like, it's, do you want to have five questions with Tom Brady and do a plug or not have him on at all? You know? Yeah, like, what's your favorite rental car company other than Hertz? (laughs) (laughs) There is no other, I think. Um, But, no, what's funny about, uh, and Marvin and I talked about this a little bit after, but um, when we do taped interviews, and specifically when we do interviews with big names, everybody seems not on edge, but, like, especially, like, Polly and Fritzy are like, you know, really there's anticipation. And I think there's all, there's also, even though like we're all professionals, like make sure you don't, you know, fanboy or girl or whatever mm-hmm. kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. And when Tom connected, the connection wasn't great. And it was like his lip sync was lip-sync kind of off. off. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, normally I would be like, Hey, let's try to reconnect or let's try to, mm-hmm. you know, plug in and unplug your headphones or whatever. And instead, it's like the second he's connected, I'm like, hey, it's Eric. You hear me? Okay. Yeah. And then, um, which hopefully this doesn't happen again, but you had left, you attract it. So then all of a sudden Dan hears that. So then he thinks it's good. And, uh, so I kind of feel bad. And that's happened another time. I can't think of the guest right now, but it's like when you have a big name and then there's something like technical that I would prefer to try to get cleaner. Fixed, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and it's not an option. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of a weird little behind the scene thing. You know, normally like um oh, even Manex today, like yeah. his connection was weird. Yeah. Um and that's the second time that happened. Mm-hmm. Um but he's been joining from like hotel rooms, so hotel Wi-Fi is always weird. Um but yeah, there's like this XY um kind of situation that happens in terms of like the bigger name guests and like they have less interest. Like Charles Barkley's like yeah, I'd rather leave my phone in, you know, just like regular up and down as opposed to sideways. And I'm like, well, are you sure you don't mind just flipping just, it? Just and then, like, quick. I had to tell him how to turn off rotate lock because like, oh. like, <laughs> he flipped it and he's like, it looks weird. I'm like, yeah, it does. Or like, uh, I think we talked about this podcast too one one time with Shaq. Like, I could not understand yeah. what he was is, saying. Is Cody there? It's Cody there, and I swear to God, I thought he was saying Kobe, and I'm like, I can't answer that question. I'm like, say it one more time. He's like, Duh. and I got really mad, and I'm like, all right, cool. We'll put you out with Dan. Just a second. <laughs> he's like, F you. Like, Dill. <laughs> this isn't like a knock against Tom or anything, but all I'll say is Mike Piazza had a pretty good connection calling all the way from Italy. Yeah. So. I mean, who's the true legend there, though? Exactly. Right. Yeah, he had a good connection until 
it stopped in the middle of the interview and we had to end it early. Yeah, that's semantics. <laughs> potato, potato. Yeah. Todd, Todd kind of took a victory lap after that. Todd, Tom Brady. Todd interview. was also geeking out before. Obviously, it's Todd. Eric kind of mentioned it, but Todd was like going back and forth into the control room, just like pacing around. It's like yeah. it's gonna be okay, Todd. He'll he'll come. Tom is coming. Eric. <laughs> Whenever there's like an issue with the guest, Todd will like come walk to the back. Mm-hmm. And I I always scream as soon as I see him open the door. I'm like, you being back here won't help, Todd. And he's just like, I, I don't know what else to do because it's kind of, especially when it's Zoom, because it's just like you're waiting for them to click the link, and there's no like, we can't call them. Like mm-hmm. you're just kind of at their at their whim. Um, yeah, Todd had obviously uh, big guests on uh, on Wednesday's show, and then the Lakers coach too was was Barbara big. Him, take, yeah. yeah, and then um, but then man, Monday Tuesday it's like one guest, and I know it's just the time of the year, but it's uh, I almost feel bad. You know, because it's like there's just so much to fill, you know, because yeah. um, a lot of times it's like you kind of can do a little bit of prep in the first segment of like talk, set up the topic. Then you have the guests and then you can kind of react. Marvin, yeah, from yeah. your perspective, being on air, like when there's no guests for two and a half hours and the, like, what does that does that give you any sort of angst or like, does you do anything different? You know what? You just try to be like more engaged, especially with the topics. And because Dan being out there for three hours, like, look, it's no joke. When I first got into radio and I was in uh, in college at the time and the professor was like, look, you know, you guys like Mike and Mike, right? Try to talk to somebody for try to talk to your best friend for four hours. Yeah. Good luck. And here we like we go 30, 40 minutes. And after like the 30 minutes, it feels like we just ran a marathon. Yeah, absolutely. So when there's no guest, uh, you know, Paulie definitely comes up with more topics to kind of get some engagement from all of us and Dan. So, you know, it's kind of what you do when there's maybe only like one guest. That's kind of it. I just look out there and it's, and it's funny because I think originally when McLovin left too, and before you were out there, Todd felt like he had to fill those empty air times, which is how he is like in conversation mm-hmm. too. Um, and I think with you having gone out there, and Todd mailing it in. I mean, Todd kind of Todd doing what he's... In. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, like the best going to uh, dinner with Todd. Like sitting oh at God. dinner with Todd, it's no pressure to talk. He'll just <laughs> talk the entire time. And it's like, this is great. I don't have to like try to think of topics to talk about. Dill? Um, yeah, like I think we may have mentioned it before when we were in LA. I made a point of sitting next to or across from Todd every time we went to dinner. And I don't think... like. I can kind of yap sometimes too, but I literally don't think I said a th- single thing. Or like in the car ride, no such thing as silence. Nope. It's kind of. I mean, again, it, it takes away the pressure of having to like. No, I enjoy topics. it. It's usually something like clinically insane. Yeah, the topic. Yeah, it's not like boring stuff. Like you're like you walk away from it. Like what the hell? I'm like, is how are you alive, about? Todd? It's also not war and peace. It's usually like some sort of really X-rated. extreme X-rated thing, which is so bizarre. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. But um, one other thing that happened this week that I was thinking about that I don't really know how I feel about is the whole Polly Wallet situation. Like, I think it's juvenile. I could tell you how I feel about it. Go ahead. No grown men should ever have a Velcro Velcro wallet. Well, we're going to be look, selling here's, one. Here's my take on it. Unless it's a Dan Patrick here's my, show wallet, here's my which you can PG, find a Dan my, Patrick that <laughs> my PG shop, take on it is if, like, say you know Mario, for example, pulled out a Velcro wallet. I feel like he would just get torched. Torched? Yeah, torched. Okay, but... It's about, like, you know, I could picture you pulling out, out, it's got, like, a flag on it. 
Uh, I have a money clip because I'm a man. Oh, that's very mature of you. Eric? <laughs> For me, and maybe this is a hot take, hopefully not. For me, like, the more offensive, and that's probably a little too strong, but, like, the thing that stuck out more to me is that he has wallets that are for the season and less that they're all <laughs> Velcro. I'm like, bro, like, who's going to see your wallet? Like, <laughs> that's I that's think he, pro- he probably has one for, like, Rhode Island, one for Vermont. It's like a purse. Yeah, Like, exactly. where, like, your yeah. wife's like, oh, I'm wearing my tan outfit, so I'm mm-hmm. going to get my tan it's purse today. And I'm like, wait, so does he move, like, all his credit? Well, I know he's not a big credit card guy, but all of his cards, uh, whatever they're for, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, and take, like, the other thing with, like, Velcro wallets, that my, my experience is, it was, like, you know, for a kid, like, hey, it's, you know, myfirstwallet.com, <laughs> and there was, like, a little zipper for, like, coins in it, too, so I'm like, does he have, like, $3.26 in there, in or what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I can I can also barely keep track of one wallet, so to have like four for the different seasons would probably be ill advised. But it's also I feel like that's only something you would do if you're already married. Because I'm going to guess if you're going on first dates and whipping out the old Velcro billfold, um, it's probably not going to go too well. I run my wallets into the ground. Like Same. I'll get to the point with one wallet where it's like falling apart and my cards are falling out of it because it's so out of whack. So I, re- I just to double down on your sense. What's the most interesting you guys thing you guys have in your wallet? My Dave and Buster's card. That's a good one. That's a strong one. I have your a bowling card. I have a bowling alley uh card in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have let's see. I have a dot scuba diving card certification card and then this fake vaccine card and just kidding it's real but it's mangled i have my emergency response oh, I team that card. One too. i've actually oh, sh- i have that one too. I, pulled, I showed people that when we first got them those because i thought it was hilarious because it says emergency response team i heart radio it's like <laughs> is this is there really a true emergency <laughs> well in theory the one of the this is getting geeky but like one of the requirements if you own an fcc license is that you have to maintain it 24 7 for emergency communications. So in theory, like... Oh, so like you have to... Yeah. Technically, someone has to be... Yeah. Available. To be able to, like, communicate. I mean, like, look, I didn't sign up get for Get to the basement. I'll take on that responsibility right. from now on. But I have that, and I always have carried for as long as I can remember a $2 bill in my wallet. A lucky $2 bill? Yeah. Right. You ever I, spend it? Uh, no. I've you replaced some- it a few times because it kind of can get a little munchy, but... um, Sometimes people carry around a $2 bill. Yeah. My aunt others. gives $2 bills and tips when we go out. Really? Who, who does? My aunt. Mm, that's fun. My TT. TT? Tia? Tia. Um, I actually also never have cash anymore. I don't know. Like, mm. like I really don't need a wallet, a traditional wallet from like the cash carrying sense. So maybe I, I will get a Velcro. I was never like a cash guy, <laughs> and somebody called me out for not being a man the other day because I didn't have cash. Did I do that? No, it was oh. my girlfriend's family. And I was like, well, now I got to start carrying cash. Yeah, I was going to say, no are they Italian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's nothing more Italian than pulling out a wad of hundreds and paying for a meal. Yeah, I only had like $10, and they were like, you should probably, as a man, you should probably have some more cash on you. My like, dad does that okay. to me still. He's like, you're true. You should always bring cash when you're traveling. Like that. There's more places that don't accept cash than won't take yeah. card now. Now, I mean, now you have Venmo, you have yeah. uh, Zelle, you have Cash App. There's so many other ways to You can to Venmo pay. like like places of business. Yeah, Eric? First of all, Dylan, because of your skunky ways, you lost your wallet recently and no. you were lamenting how you, you needed cash because you couldn't buy things. Okay, that's in a very extreme circumstance, <laughs> which I guess <laughs> is... AKA not having a card. 
Yeah. No, I didn't lose my wallet. I just left all my cards at various establishments. What else happened this week? <laughs> uh, we did a little lunch, behind the scenes lunch, Chinese mm. buffet. And yeah. Marvin, you know what I found interesting? <laughs> no, I found this interesting. It's on the rundown. We're going to talk about it. You decided that you were going to come to the BRG lunch and not have lunch with that your was, comrades up there. Interesting. Yeah, I like the Chinese buffet better than what they had on had in store that, for for their lunch. It was purely a culinary choice. Do you like them or us better better than them? I don't like none of y'all that much. But if you had to choose, well, I don't forget where I came from. So it's it's BRGs. BRGs, this is for you. (laughs) Look, when there's a Chinese buffet that serves pizza and chicken nuggets, you got to go. Yep. Is there a Chinese buffet that doesn't serve pizza and chicken (laughs) nuggets? I don't know, actually. (laughs) That's a really good question. (laughs) I do have to say, Ray, I saw Ray eating the Jello, and I was like, for some reason, it just was funny to me. Intern Ray? Yeah, intern Ray. Picture day Ray. Ray. (laughs) Just eating Jello at the Chinese buffet. It was really gluttonous. Okay, Mario. Actually, yeah. Mario ate probably twice as much as anyone else there i don't know why i was i mean my appetite of lately has been extreme it shows yeah no, it's hashtag away. hashtag love handle season <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bulk up season yeah. yeah that's what happens you fall in love mario another takeaway that i had from this week is dan flexing on nick Wright. every time nick Wright joined us we get a little bit more details uh from that dinner that they had it also it is interesting having nick because nick said he has fake fake watches mm-hmm. but he has the real diamond like tennis chains so it's kind of weird to have like one or the like i mean those are probably pretty expensive i'd guess it's kind of odd to have one or the other so the question is, do you believe him that, that they're he, real yeah uh they looked pretty real how much would that, that, like, how diamond. much would that be well yeah, you could tell through zoom if it's a real yes i'm a pretty adept okay so then how can you tell the difference uh because like they're shinier <laughs> or whatever that's a technical term. Um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting, like the whole revelation about like Dan and talking about Nick Wright's wife and like how <laughs> it was like kind of awkward. Uh, the who's your, da- who's your daddy thing? It's like whoa. <laughs> but um, oh, I see. I see Mario pull up one other thing that happened this week. It was a big revelation. <laughs> Tyler and Winnie. <laughs> that video was look. I'm. It was a tad intimate i would say yeah i think tyler's in love i truly think he's in love um because he's gone from like spending just the weekdays with her and now sometimes he's like yeah i spend the weekend with her he doesn't tell me that <laughs> which is kind of funny <laughs> what did you do this weekend oh i golfed and uh you know was at home and just then hung guys, out home. <laughs> yeah and then you guys like oh no he had pe- he had uh, winning all weekend i'm like <laughs> oh, interesting um. Hey, when you're in love, you're in love. You understand. I'm. I'm in. You think Tyler's gonna put on a nice twenty pounds like you did? I didn't put on twenty pounds. I'm <laughs> down. Yeah, I'm like at two fifteen. It's like eighteen or nineteen. <laughs> I'm at two fifteen. At this time last year, I was two fifty eight. So yeah. you look great, Mario. Hashtag warrior. Hashtag I'm about fit. Well, past you though. You're in fourth. Fourth gear. <laughs> all right, y'all have a great weekend. That's all we got for this weekend. For Eric Big German, Marvin Prince on the graphics guy, Mutt Ario. Have a good weekend, everyone.